Here we are again, Motivology, Chubbs and Polly. Polly, what's going on, man? You know I'm doing good, buddy. Let's yeah, get going today. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to all of them, but I'm especially looking forward you to this one. You had a good one. day. It was a good day. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little jazzed. So uh, let's just get right into it. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about misconceptions. Yes. And I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of people have misconceptions all over the place, right? Like a lot of people are going to be able to relate to this one. Oh, for sure. So we're excited about it. Uh, Chubbs, you want to lead us off here? Yeah, I got a I got a little idea to lead us off here. So uh, a lot of the time, and we, we learned this in philosophy, we had to take a bunch of philosophies in school. So when I was fine, learned a couple things, got some good grades, but uh, side note. Um, oh, beauty, yeah. beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but one of the things we want to talk about is argument from authority, right? So this is, this is a common one for people, and oftentimes through our day we're dealing with authority, and it's something you can't really get around. And no. A lot of the time, like, we might just be believing something because somebody's telling us it, right? For sure. I mean, it's happened to me my whole life. Honestly, I, I see it all the time. Yeah, and it can really actually form your thoughts and beliefs for you, which is dangerous. And sometimes you don't even know. Yeah. Like, a lot of people aren't even conscious to this. Yeah, if you're not aware of what you're talking about or you don't have any knowledge on a subject and somebody tells you something, you're going to believe that. For sure. So, yeah, be careful. But uh, what we want to get into a little bit is we're, we're, we're hockey experts, and uh, that's especially goaltending. And in college, we had a coach, and he was a goaltender when he played. And it, it was it was 20-so 20, 20 years before we got there, maybe a little bit before that. And goaltending's a while ago. evolved a lot since then. Hockey in general has evolved a lot since then. So, And I remember, I remember the first time I met this guy, and it was – it was in his office, and it was a very intense meeting, and I was kind of deciding whether to sign my scholarship or not. And he seemed like a very good coach, very knowledgeable. And I, I think that a lot of people would be able to relate to this. The first time you meet somebody, you kind of have this idea based on their position. And since he was the head coach of a Division One NCAA team, I'm automatic respect, right? 100%. And automatic belief oh, yeah. that that person knows what he's talking about. So we, we get a couple, uh, maybe a year or so down the road, and uh, maybe my beliefs changed a little bit. I've seen a couple things, and maybe we've had a couple disagreements, and maybe that person doesn't, uh, maybe his knowledge isn't as wide as we originally thought. Maybe he's not as much of an expert as we yeah. thought. And we're, we're not saying he's a bad guy. It's just... Not at all, not at all. Maybe we don't need to take his word specifically on everything he says. Maybe we need to evaluate it for ourselves and decide if we actually believe what he's saying. So here's the thing, Chubbs. Like, I can take it a step further because the area in which I grew up in, that was my team. So when I'm like seven, eight years old, I'm going to the games and I'm rooting for the team. I'm trying to get the players' autographs. I'm telling my dad, like, Dad, one day I want to play for Niagara University. One day I want to play for this school. And then I'm seeing that coach, the coach that I, you know, later played for. And I mean, this guy was like a god to me. I mean, literally, like, I, I thought, I mean, he was the man. Yeah. So when I get in there, I mean, I can barely speak when he offers me my commitment. Yeah. Like, I remember that day. I could literally barely speak. I felt my face was turning red. I was so excited. I was so nervous. Everything he said was like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Like, this is right. This is right. And then same thing as you. Like, I started playing a year, two, three years. And I, wait, that doesn't make sense. Wait, yeah. no, that's not right. Yeah, you started to think for yourself a little bit, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's something, and obviously that was deeply ingrained in yourself. So you would have a really good, uh, perspective on that. Oh, this guy could do no wrong. Yes. Because I held him in such a high regard yes. and I did see him as an expert before and, I knew anything about hockey really. Yes. And to be very fair, we, we aren't saying that this guy meant to specifically like 
give us wrong information or something like that. We do. He was believing what he said. It's just everybody's a human being, right? And nobody knows everything. And we, we always have to constantly be learning. And if you're not doing that and we don't feel that maybe he made adjustments or learned things as hockey was changing and it's not, you, you just, you need to yeah. think for yourself is what we're trying to say. And that's the thing. Like we hear the term expert all the time. What the hell is an expert? I mean, I've yeah. heard the saying it's the person who professes to be one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's a good point. So and, like, here, here's the thing, guys. Uh, if I say to you, Two plus two equals five. You'd probably think I'm a moron, right? But here's the thing. If I have a teacher, somebody that I see as an, an authority, uh, authoritative position, yeah. and they're an expert, and they tell me two plus two equals five, and I don't know the answer, I'm going to believe that. Yeah. And maybe I'm going to live my life based on that misconception. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to spread that like a disease to other people. Yeah. And get them to believe it as well because, hey, the expert told me two plus two equals five. Yeah. And you never came back and reevaluated. Exactly. So, what we're trying to empower you and encourage you today is to understand that something someone says, whether it's right or wrong, it is not right or wrong because they're the authority or they're the expert in quotations. Yes. It's never based on who they are, it's based on what they say. And it goes for the same for what we're saying in all of our podcasts. It's you can evaluate these things on your own. Think about them consciously for yourself. There might be a couple things you disagree with, but we're challenging you to test them, test them in your life. And if they're wrong, okay, at least we've learned something. But yes, I mean, that's that's up to you to do. It's not up to us. We're never going to sit here and tell you that everything we're saying is gospel. It's right. You just take it black and white. We want you to evaluate, to think, to create on your own. Exactly. So let's let's really identify when we can have possible misconceptions about an argument from authority. Paul, you have a little story about this, actually. I think uh, you have a little little story. You almost died as a kid. So it's, oh, it's my a gosh. Very memorable story for you. Yeah, yourself. good one, Chubbs. Thanks. Uh, you're still here, though. You're still, uh, you're I, doing, I, you're I made her. I made her. Okay, relax. So yeah, yeah. You got a couple good years left, I think. <laughs> one or two, right? So I'm in fourth grade, okay? And I, I'm going to my little league baseball game, and my side of my stomach's hurting like, like a like a bitch, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, don't be, a, you know, man up here, you know. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, this is a problem. So next day, I'm talking to my mom; she's concerned. We go to the pediatrician, and the lady we see, who I know was trying to help me, like I'm sure her heart was in the right place, whatever. But I don't know any better. I'm fourth grade, and she says, hey. You know what you need to do? You need to go home, curl up in bed, nice chicken noodle soup, you know, get under the covers, relax. And then my mom, I, I think she was using just her intuition, was like, you know, Christopher, this is, this doesn't sound right to me. We go to the next doctor, okay? We go to another doctor later that afternoon, and within minutes, this guy says, we need to take your son's appendix out, like now. Like, we got to get him to the hospital, his appendix is I believe very close to rupturing. Yeah. So, I mean, within literally a couple hours, I was under the knife and I was fine. We got her out, but like, imagine if I just believed or, I mean, I give the credit to my mom because I didn't know any better. Imagine if my mom just said, okay, Hey, this is the doctor. You know, this is the person that we paid to come here and, and, and give us advice. Yeah. And that's black and white. That's the right answer. Go home, roll, roll around in bed and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's actually a scary situation to be honest. That's, that's life and death. And if you weren't able or your mom wasn't able to think for herself, you might not be here today. 
Exactly. And that's what you have to do in life. You have to learn. You have to create your own ideas, you know? So, I mean, another one that, if you don't mind, Chubbs, I, yeah. one that I find, and I've thought about this a lot within the last couple of years as my car is starting to take a shit here, is when I go to the auto shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I don't feel comfortable in that place. No, you got to do your research before you go into that place. Do your research before you go to that That's what scares me, Chubbs, because I, I don't really know that much about, like, auto parts and this is wrong with the car, the brakes are bad, the rotors yeah. are I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. So then you go to a place and they say, hey, the, the front brakes are bad. It's going to cost X amount of dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's my money. Here's my credit card. You know, God, God Swipe bless. away. Exactly. Thank it's a you. scary thought. Thank you so much. But that's the problem in life. Like, that's one example that yeah, I feel no. like a lot of us I can mean, relate to. To be honest, I have a recent example about going to the auto shop that I just thought about. And I had to have my belt replaced in my car. It's called a serpentine oh. belt. And I think a lot of people maybe know what that is. But long story short, the belt was actually replaced incorrectly and it was routed wrong. So I drove about two miles and my car started making about the worst sound I have ever heard. And I, I thought she was almost done. And I mean, I, I went into this place trusting that they knew what they were going to do. And clearly, clearly somebody made a mistake. And it, I mean, I mean, that's an obvious one because I can hear that and I know that, but we need to find a mechanic that knows what he's talking about. It's just like you can't just go to somebody and trust that they're going to do a good job or they're going to do the right thing. So how would you say, Chubbs, that a mechanic, for example, or somebody who's supposed to be an expert or supposed to be well-versed on, on the subject, what's a good way to know if that person is trustworthy, if that's somebody I can buy into? Yeah, I mean, there's the obvious certifications, right? And most places have these on the wall everywhere, but... To be honest, some of these things I don't think are very hard to get. And I mean, so we still we still have to do our homework. And personally, I would really like to have somebody who I know and who I like understand and have been told and a lot of reviews. They do have a lot of review websites, actually, that could help us identify who is a good mechanic and who isn't. So but you're going to have to do your research. Don't go to the first shop you see. It's probably it could be a very turn out very bad for you. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, Chubbs talked about at the very beginning of this about, you know, we feel that we know quite a bit about hockey, quite a bit about the goaltending position. We're both goalies. So, like, we see experts, okay, on TV. Yeah. And and, and these guys are talking about goaltending. Yeah. And some of the stuff, we're dying laughing. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And and the thing is, and the thing is that we know that it's incorrect, the information they're giving you. But we also know, the majority of people don't know any better. And we're not saying you're dumb. We're just saying that's a fact. And you're going to believe what that person is saying. And now you believe something that's incorrect. And it's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. So it's because we understand this, like Chubbs and I love watching football. Like if there's a football game on, like, you know, maybe we want to check it out. And then we'll hear them talk about this player or this quarterback. Yeah. And then they tell the quarterback what the quarterback's doing wrong or what he's doing right. And we're, we don't really know. We're, I, we're I average football fans. I mean, I best. don't know shit about football. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played a competitive game of football in my life. Me I played neither. a little bit of flag football in gym class. <laughs> yeah. So, man. Team Orange. I mean, yeah. To be fair, I got an arm, but, like, that's that's as far as my quarterback knowledge <laughs> goes, you know? Exactly. So, when they're saying stuff, and especially when they sound good, right? Yeah. Because that's the key. I feel like a lot of people that want you to believe that they're an expert, they'll sound good. 
Yeah. They're not going to, you know, sound like an idiot. No, they're not putting them on there if they sound like an idiot. No. But we still need to evaluate what they're saying. For sure. So because we know that the hockey experts, some of them, I'm not saying all of them, obviously. Definitely not all of them. There's a lot of smart people out there. For sure. But there's some that we know have said things that don't make any sense whatsoever. And we feel like 90, 95% of the viewers at least are like, Taking that as gospel because they don't know any better. Yeah. So, like, because we know this, when we watch a football game and they're talking about the quarterback, we can understand, like, okay, that sounds good, but, like, let's think about this now. Yeah. Let's maybe learn or do some research. Maybe talk to some people that have had experience playing the position. Yeah. Maybe talk to another couple experts and get more opinions, right? That'll make a more well-rounded idea or concept of what you're looking at. Yeah, and that's what we're... Yeah, you're going to hear so many things and and, and the young people listening, I want to let you know that like you're in a position right now in your life where almost everyone is an authority. Yeah. And that's that's what makes it difficult. And you can relate this to anything. It's not just football. It's not just hockey. It's everything in life. Any position that somebody's in authority, your professor, your professor should not feel bad if you have a question and you're challenging what they're saying that if they say it's because I said so. That's not a good enough answer. You can, I mean, we say stuff all the time and you can challenge what we say and we can have a conversation about it and we're fine with that. That's okay. When we've coached even hockey schools, we encourage the students to ask these questions. But we have had coaches that do not like being challenged. No. And and that that shows a lack of knowledge, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, I'm a little bit more concerned for the kids that we coach, that we tell them things. And they just don't say anything. Yeah, okay, would, okay, okay, okay. I would much rather them challenge us. 100%. Because then you can see that they're thinking. Yeah. They're not just taking what we're saying and is black also, and white. Yeah, and it forces us to think about what we're saying as well and develop as coaches. Yeah, it makes us better. Yeah. So, yeah, listen, guys, it's you have to learn things for yourself. You have to develop beliefs for yourself. And don't just look for others or don't just look at others to give you your beliefs for you. We've already talked about on other podcasts, looking around at the masses and looking at other people is a dangerous game. Yeah. And it's a good way to mediocrity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you don't mind, Chubbs, I do have one story that I think the viewers might be interested in. So I talked about young people and like one of the authorities is your parents and you have to respect your parents. Absolutely. They, I mean, in 99.9% of cases, they love you and they care about you. And the thing is they generally mean very well. They do. Regardless of whether they're right or wrong. But as much, and I love my parents very much, but when I'm six, seven, eight years old and they're telling me things and I'm living my entire life based on that, now I'm a little older. And now I look back at some of these things. I'm like, wait, that didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So the story I have is I'm on the beach not not too long ago. And this one lady who looks, I don't know if she was having a bad day, Chubbs, but she looked really mean and miserable. And she has three little girls. I'm guessing between six, seven, eight years old, young girls. Yeah. And mommy, mommy, let's let's play in the let's play in the water. Can you come into the water? She's having none of it. She has what looked to be a mixed drink in her hand, a cigarette in the other hand. Mm. Okay, so she tells the girls to go play by themselves in the water, as she's drinking and smoking. Then she flips her cigarette in the sand and buries it under the sand, which I didn't enjoy. Yeah. And then the girls come back. Mommy, can you can you play with us, please? Okay, count to hundred. I'll be in the water. I mean, they, all they wanted to do was play with their mom. Yeah. And the mom wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. And then what I found very interesting is they might have been at the beach half an hour. And as they're leaving, I I couldn't hear what the one little girl said, but she said something to her mom. And her mom said, listen to me because I'm the adult. 
That's why. Yeah. That's why. Because I'm the adult. It's something that you hear. You, I'm sure people out there have heard it before as well. And this person, and I don't mean to be judgmental because I don't know her, but the act that she put on for that 30 minutes at the beach was a disgrace. Yeah. And it did not show mom of the year at all. Yeah. But the kids wouldn't know any better if that's what they saw constantly. They would just think that's normal. Yes. And then they would say something and maybe their mom told them something ridiculous. I don't know. But then the mom says, you listen to me and you do it because I'm the mom, which is not a good reason. Yeah. So then the kids are not thinking. They never end up thinking for themselves. They're going to grow up to be like their mom. For sure. I mean, my parents told me I had a, a allergy to shrimp. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So because, so I live my whole life, like people, you know, Hey, you want some, I can't eat shrimp. I can't, I can't, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll die if I eat shrimp. Yeah. It wasn't until a couple of years ago, I went in for allergy testing and they're like, yeah, you're, you're not allergic to shrimp. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you sure? No, you're, you're definitely not. Yeah. So I call my mom, mom, can you believe I outgrew the shrimp allergy? Well, you know, there's the thing, Christopher, you never actually had a shrimp allergy, but you had a lot of allergies as a little boy and we were afraid that you might be allergic. So we just told you you were. Yeah. The hell are you talking about? I live so, my whole life like this. So even though they meant well, it was still a mistake on their part, and Chris needed to revisual it, re, yeah, revisit, revisit it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, no, he could obviously now he can eat shrimp because he has his own belief system. So that that's a pretty big thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's shrimp in this case, but yeah. think of the big things that you could be missing out on. I mean, big. Yeah. If you never question authority. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, guys, it's 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 a short one today, but key points, learn for yourself. Create your own belief systems. Absolutely. And do not just take people's word as gospel. I love it. Yeah. All right, that's a short one. That's all we got today. Just remember this going forward, guys. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Yeah, keep listening. We appreciate it.